Hello again, and welcome to episode six of the For the Love of Data podcast. I'm your host, Robert Furr, and today it's going to be a little bit quicker of an episode. We're going through a quick hit. This is For the Love of Cheesecake, which is one of my absolute all-time favorite desserts and guilty pleasures. And it's important that we talk about this today because June 30th, 2016 is National Cheesecake Day, a likely commercially driven holiday to which I, for one, am happy to fall victim. Uh, Adam's Peanut Butter Cup Fudge Ripple from Cheesecake Factory is my absolute all-time favorite, but as you'll see in some of the show notes and what we talk about here in a little while, it's also one of the worst. Go figure. Uh, So let me get started with a little bit of history behind Cheesecake. And interestingly enough, it's believed to have originated around 2000 BC in Greece. Now the Cheesecake uh, from that time was very different than what we have today. Uh, the original recipe, which uh, the earliest recipe that they have documented was from 230 AD. And it was basically cheese that was mashed up until it was smooth, mixed with honey and flour, and then heated into a, a mass cake-like object. Over the years, people started adding milk and flour, or excuse me, milk and eggs and sugar. And then finally, uh, in the late 1800s to early 1900s, cream cheese emerged and uh, a lot of places in New York adopted that recipe, and that's where New York cheesecake was uh, was kind of born. Athletes in the first Olympic Games back in I think 776 BC were actually served cheesecake because it was believed to be a source of energy. And so, I wish I could have that be my pre-workout snack or my post-workout snack, but uh, it doesn't work out like that uh, according to what we know now nutritionally, unfortunately. Um, Some other interesting facts, a lady by the name of Sonia Thomas back in 2004 got the record for competitive eating of cheesecake with 11 pounds of cheesecake in 9 minutes. That is almost a pound and a quarter uh, per minute. She better stay away from my cheesecake at Cheesecake Factory. Uh, And then I'll also post a YouTube video that you'll be able to see, which is a time lapse of the largest cheesecake ever made, which was 6,900 pounds, and it was formed in Lowville, New York uh, in late 2013. It was about seven feet uh, in diameter and about two and a half feet tall. The only thing the time lapse doesn't show is what happened to it after they made it. It's kind of a curious thing. And then... uh, Let me transition a little bit to uh, Cheesecake Factory, which is arguably one of the most well-known restaurants um, that serves all different types of cheesecake. Uh, Back in 2013, uh, they started using IBM Big Data Analytics uh, to analyze consumption at all of their locations and the ingredients that went in so that they could monitor quality and quickly alert their stores if if a product didn't, uh, if an ingredient didn't meet their standards or had to be recalled or something of that nature. I also pulled stats on about 30, uh, maybe 20 of their cheesecakes, uh, and I'll post that in the show notes. This is a really interesting graph. It compares saturated fat and carbs and calories, and I broke it up to show calories um, against a baseline of your recommended amount of calories per meal. So... If your recommended amount of calories per day is 2,000 calories, you divide that by three, you're basically allowed about 667 calories per meal. Uh, But the unfortunate news is that most of the cheesecakes, I think all but two of their cheesecakes, actually top 
that's 667 calories. So if you have any other food besides that one dessert, you've basically exceeded uh, your, your allotment for that meal. And in some ways, you could almost exceed your entire calorie uh, intake for the day. Uh, so I'll post a link to the, I think it's cheesecakefactorynutrition.com. They have uh, information on all of their meals, which most of their meals unfortunately top out at over 1,000 calories, and that's before uh, thinking about cheesecake. But again, it's a guilty pleasure, and uh, you can go in and enjoy it at least once a year on National Cheesecake Day. Uh, so like I said earlier, Adam's Peanut Butter Cup Fudge Ripple is my favorite. It's unfortunately the calorie monster at about 1,300 calories. And if you combine um, sh uh, carbs and saturated fat together, uh, that one's right around, I think, 170 grams total. So I don't have an equivalent of that, but if you take 170 paper clips, that's basically the amount of carbs and, and, and fat that you're consuming in, in one piece. So the moral of the story is... I'm going to have to uh, try to tone it down as, as hard as that's going to be and maybe try to split it with friends or family. Um, but please, take a look at the show notes. You'll be able to see the graph and the comparison between all of these. Um, obviously, the low-carb original was made with Splenda instead of sugar is the lowest at around 570 calories. Uh, the original comes in at just about 700 calories, um, but then it's all the good... Uh, chocolate drizzles and and macadamia nuts and things like that that get added on that make it so ooey gooey but also such a calorie bomb so like i said check check out all these stats and the links on show notes um follow me at love of data on twitter or at robert fur and please leave me a comment and if you have any topics that you'd like to hear me talk about please get in touch let me know drop me a note until next time, this is For the Love of Data. Have a wonderful, cheesy day.